I gotta look to make sure I've got sufficient questions. Delete, delete, delete. I think I can get rid of this one. I this is this is the one episode where Sean and Mary were traveling and we were just come up with anything. And like uh not all of them were winners, including this one, which was uh if your car was alive, who would it vote for in the midterm? <laughs> So I think I was running. I, I, I think I was running. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I like that one. <laughs> I don't know. You think the tank was full on that one? <laughs> Welcome to Brose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros. On an audio feed, it's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed, reporting live going down I-81 because he forgot something, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. Listen, you can't actually expect me to have my wallet on me all of the time. Like, why would I wallet, even need keys, that? Wallet, keys, phone. All <laughs> and wife. the time. Every three checks. And wife. Wallet, keys, phone, wife. You got to make sure you have all of those. Spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch. You should know this now. You have glasses. <laughs> that's, that's it. That was a good joke. I like that one. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Good. Uh, you know, nice. not too bad. Yeah? Hanging in there? Episode mm-hmm. two? Yeah. Do you yeah. like? Quick status check. New format, guys. We just come in with questions. Like, mm-hmm. four dudes. Just coming with whatever's, you know, going off the top of the dome. Uh-huh. You know? It's going pretty well, I think, so far. Yeah, I I like it because there's also like sometimes there's just questions we've wanted to talk about and never really got a chance to talk about. So now, like, yeah, we're like, yeah, I I, I dig it, I dig it. Mm-hmm. So far, so good. Well, no, Tim I, I think it, it it's really nice because like I'll be out driving in the car and I'll have a thought yeah. and I'll be like, oh man, I want to talk to my bros about this, and now I have like a reason to save it. You know what I mean? Like whereas before mm-hmm. I would just I would have that thought. I'd be like this would be a very good conversation, and then it would just leave, <laughs> and that's that. Well, and I would just never know what you guys thought about stuff. Yeah, there's, there's no, no no opportunity for us to talk about that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, man, this is this is it. You stick a microphone in front of your token thirty three year old white dude, and all of a sudden, just the the vault is unlocked. Mm-hmm. That's the way it goes. That's how it works when you get to this age. Welcome to the award-winning Brose podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. As we just said, premise of our show, is that we're four bros, good friends, been friends for a long time. We sit around, we discuss what's on our minds. We each bring one question, one pressing question per episode that we've been dying to talk about with our bros. And it could be something serious, could be something about uh, what's going on in the world today, it could be something serious about uh, something emotional, talking about our feelings, talking about something psychological, social, something like that. Or it could be something... Frivolous, something related to to sports or, or music or po- video games or, or pop culture or something like that. Movie that we saw, anything, anything under the sun, life, the universe, and everything. But we don't just take questions from us; we take questions from you as well, the listener. So, if you want your question answered on the air, the way that so many of our listeners have had their question answered on the air, you want to email it to brosequestions at gmail dot com. That's brosequestions at gmail dot com. B R O S E questions at gmail.com but first before we get into what our questions we got to discuss what we're drinking because that's the whole point we we discuss the questions while we're enjoying a delicious glass of wine or otherwise sean i'm gonna throw it to you because you're in the otherwise category right now it is your birthday it is my birthday and so today thank you is it coming out (laughs) on my birthday this yeah it's a tuesday oh wonderful Mm -hmm. um but uh, I, yeah, I'm in the other category. Uh, I have some edibles that I'm taking. They're little little gummies. Uh, they're peach mango, and they're delicious. They just taste like um, they taste like those little um, those little gummies that are covered in sh- like covered in sugar. Like well, they have the watermelon ones. Mm-hmm. It is like that, but peach mango mm-hmm. and a little bit of weed. Nice. Uh, yeah, and I am feeling great. <laughs> Most excellent. TVH. <laughs> Things are going great Things for me. Things are going great for me. 
Tim Hansen, what are you drinking? I am drinking Layer Cake. It's a 2020 California Pinot Noir. It is quite good for just uh, you're chilling and, and, and sipping. It's not like, oh, my God, these flavors are amazing. Uh, but it, it's got just a really nice, comforting texture and taste to it. It's nice. Lovely. Lovely. Mm. I'm drinking a bottle of Bogle Vineyards uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. A little cab sav action for you on this episode of Brose. Uh, look, I love red wine. Red wine is my jam. Uh, it was the, the part of the show that I was most excited about when we opened things up a little bit beyond Rose. This is start drink red wine a little bit more. And um, uh, this, is, this is right up my alley. And as I've said innumerable times on this show, Bogle Vineyards, uh, the stuff that I've drank from them so far, especially in the red wine category, it's not going to blow your doors off. It's not going to knock your socks off or anything like that. But what it's going to do, it's going to give you great value for a nice 8 to $9 bottle of wine, and you can buy it from a sustainable vineyard, which is a pretty good deal in my opinion. So I would definitely recommend this uh, as a solid cab set. And Rich, uh, you are on the tail end of a of an illness, so you yeah. have uh, taken the coward's way out <laughs> and decided to drink something that's not alcohol. Yeah, I'm on the tail end of being sick, and I have a board game convention this weekend, so I'm trying not to get worse. Uh, so I'm drinking some... Uh, pineapple passion fruit hot green tea that is now just lukewarm room temperature tea mm. at best I it's good tea. i like it all right hey tea tea is tea is tea is tea is tea as mr t would frequently <laughs> say while drinking iced tea god i gotta stop all right uh so <laughs> brose questions at gmail.com if you want your question answered on the air but this is the part of the show where we we discuss what's on our mind. We bring up the four questions that we uh, brought to the show, one each. Who wants to go first? Oh, I have one. And right. it, so it relates to, if you recall, it was weeks ago at this point, like lo- yeah. a long time ago. Um, when Richie was talking about, we had about Spider-Man. <laughs> um, yeah. And that was like a thing. And then I, I was like... Browsing through listicles Wait, we talk on about the movie? BuzzFeed. Yeah, we're talking about the movie. And <laughs> Richie had very strong opinions. We disagreed. Um, it's like the third time <laughs> we've talked about this. Yeah. But no, but what happened... So what happened was I was browsing through listicles and I read... I don't remember what the listicle was. I think it was like... I don't know. I don't remember what it was. And... But okay. the, the... It was little stories. So we had a big argument. We had a big argument about Spider-Man No Way Home. We did. Right? Okay, all right, all right. Um, was, but, that, was this an episode I was missing for? Yes. So yeah. So so you gave the take. I, I get okay. <laughs> I gave a take over the summer. I wasn't even on the show. I sent Tim a take to give on the show while uh, while I was sick and the baby was sick about Spider Man No Way Home. And like four and a half months later, Rich decided to call me on it. Uh, and, and and then uh, and uh, we had a lively discussion about it. And I think Tim was not. On, on that yeah, episode. Tim was not yeah. on that. One. So it rears its ugly head again, and Tim can have have a say now. Awesome. Um, Here we go. But anyway, so I was reading through this listicle, and this story has similar vibes to that. Um, and so I'm going to read you the story, and I want you to I want you to tell me if the actions that the person took are right. Right. My aunt handed me her late husband's phone three weeks after he had died from COVID so I could recover all the photos he had on his phone for a slideshow she was putting together for her entire family. When I recovered everything from her late husband's phone, I found out he was cheating on my aunt with a woman in her early 20s who attended church with them. So I deleted all of her nudes, texts, and any videos or photos he had of her. I even double-checked his iCloud and email to make sure he didn't have anything else. Then I gave them the phone. She was already going through the process of grieving over her husband and son who had died just a few days after her husband. She didn't need more pain. So is what that person did right? Yes. Here's the thing. I agree with Rich, but I think it's a fundamentally different question than what we were discussing (laughs) about (laughs) Spider-Man. It's fundamentally different. It's it's, it's exactly it's not, the same. <laughs> no, it's not. When at what point? So, what did the grandmother ask? The grandmother asked, "I want you to get pictures from my husband's phone, rec- recover the photos to use in the slideshow." 
She did not then follow up by saying, also, if there's anything incriminating that I might want to know that would sully the memory that I have of my husband. <laughs> Look, man, that's no. your cross to bear at that point. I, I think it, I genuinely think it is the exact same thing as I, th- I, I agree I with disagree. Rich that I think it's the it's, same thing. It's exactly the same. I, I, mm. But here's here's what I think. I think that what that person did was kind, mm-hmm. but I don't think it was morally correct. I don't think it's that person's. Mm. I don't think I don't think it's that person's right to decide. Like I don't know. I think you have to. You have the right to know something like that. Like even if you're. I don't know. I don't because I was I was talking with Mary about it. Like like at what point do you? Because like it's it does seem really shitty to be like also your husband was cheating on you, but like if you're holding on to that, like, when do you tell them? Never. Cause it's always going to be a bad time. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, Hmm. See, this is a very interesting question. I don't, I, it's, it's tough because like if, if it was the, the perspective I'm coming from, this is, is the wrong one because the perspective I'm coming with it is like, if you're the person who committed the act mm-hmm. like if let's say the husband wasn't passed away and he had been having this affair and he said he was going to confess it uh to his spouse at a certain point like it, like there's a confession aspect of it but like also there's an element of the relationship where it's like look if you know you did something terrible and betrayed somebody's trust and they haven't found out about it yet do you submarine like is is it your own cross to bear Mm-hmm. knowing that you just have this guilt for the rest of your life or do you like tell them about this terrible thing that you've done and then also make it their problem uh-huh. essentially yeah um but so that that that's the angle i was originally coming from this is different in the sense that obviously this this offspring that uh that found the photo is mm-hmm. not the person who committed the act they just stumbled upon it yeah i <sighs> I still think it's a different question, though. I no, I think like it's not cause, a memory cause loss. The thing here, think about it. This, think about this. Think about this. The uh, the the gentleman. Uh, it was the uncle passed away, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uncle passing away is the same as MJ losing her memory because that MJ that had the memory is no longer alive. The MJ that is now alive is the MJ that does not know what was said. So the uncle passed away. He's no longer alive, and you're saving this uh, the the aunt from the the uh, uh, from the the added hurt of finding out that her husband was cheating on her. Based on everything that was going on, where you're saving the now MJ that's alive, who is the aunt in this situation, the added hurt of having to well, be... Yeah, the, the other thing is, that to make a very specific analog, I think you are assuming that there is, again, comparing Spider-Man to this real-life person <laughs> who has died, uh, you are comparing... You are assuming that by telling... Again, so... I feel like we gotta, we gotta give the listener a little background yeah. on this. At the end of Spider-Man No Way Home... <laughs> Do you want me to just read it again? Yeah, read the take. All right, Matt's, take. Matt's take from July 29th. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> just to confirm, uh, just watch Spider-Man No Way Home. Just to confirm, Peter Parker initiates the conflict in the story by making a util- uh, decision unilaterally for, uh, for his best friend and girlfriend that ultimately impacts both of their lives, then solves the conflict at the end by making another unilateral decision that ultimately affects both of their lives. Uh, what a character arc. So the All point right, was, yeah. I made a problem. The point of, I, and this was my fault for being a dick, kind of. Uh, but this movie showed character development. Yeah, yeah. So what yeah. am I going to do? I'm going to do it again. And then the, 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 grow, the, the, the aspect that is the analog is the fact that at the end of the movie, Spider-Man has a choice and he says, I'm going to make it so that everybody forgets who I am and memory wipe and all that, even though 
Mary, even though all of Spider-Man's friends are like, okay, well, after the memory wipe, you got to remind me of what I, what happened. Like, you know, Mary Jane and his buddy, Fred, uh, <laughs> all, you have to remind me after the memory wipe the, of what happened and what we went through. And then Spider-Man doesn't do it because he's trying to protect them. Um, but I think that there is a much more explicit, I don't know, there's, there's a bit more of a nebulous thing of Spider-Man going to his girlfriend saying, hey, I'm Spider-Man, and the potential danger that might put her in versus the actual anguish that you are guaranteed to put grandma through by saying, hey, also your dead husband was you. Like, I think there's a much more definite uh, A to B. Yeah, and also in the in the movie, there is an explicit request and an explicit expectation. That's the part that I still think which is, is, is being denied. I think, I, I, I think, man, I think you're correct. I think they are different, but I think they have very, very similar vibes. And I think, uh, oh, they're similar vibes. Oh, yeah, similar yeah. vibes. Um, I can agree I think, with that. I disagree with what Peter Parker did. I get why he did it. I disagree with it. But I also with with uh, in this particular story, I. I, I don't know if I would say morally he should have told her. I would argue the opposite. Why? Well, what do you what, say? When, what when, is when the effect? Passes, what is it when somebody passes away? What is the one thing that, like, uh, what, what is one of the many things that people try to say when, when you know, like, you have a close friend or a family member who's lost somebody close to you? He's like, whatever I can do to help, whatever, you know, like, look, whatever you need, I will be there. Perhaps, as unfair as it might be, the way that he can help this person is by bearing this uh, secret, essentially bearing this sort of this heaviness, this this sort of grief that you can tuck away a little bit. This was one secret for the benefit of his grandmother. Hmm. Like that's the way that you be, that's the way that you assist. Because uh, at this point, I mean, may, maybe there's an argument to be made that like, oh, like even if he was having this affair, she still might only remember the good parts but like i i i think i don't know that this is an extremely tough one but i i I, my 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 heart would err on the side of hey man you found some dirt all the only thing you're going to do is cause suffering and there's there's no there's no moral there's no moral to be gained like there's no like well thank you for telling me the truth and now i'm better off because of it now i won't miss my husband that I spent 50 years married yeah. to like because you're still gonna going through suffering at that it, point. it almost becomes a selfish reason why you want to tell her it's like well now you feel bad that you know so you're gonna tell her um mm. but to on the uh, on the conversation or I guess argument not really argument of like well she deserves to know yes does she deserve to know right now does she deserve no. to see all those text messages and pictures no, that can be a follow-up conversation later. Let's not do that right now when all she wanted was pictures of her husband to remember him by. Oh, like, yeah. Right. That's fucked up. I believe, I believe there has to be some tact there. Yeah, like, like, you're like, not... I, yeah. I, you don't put it in the slideshow. If you talking. go that yeah. route. But to what ex- <laughs> Surprise! But, but to what extent do you even need to go that route? I, I guess that all t- yeah. almost comes across as selfish because in the thought process of, well, they deserve to know, and it's like, Yes, but normally it's a in the conversation or context of you deserve to know so that you can change or address this. And there's, there's nothing to address. Or you can he is heal gone. The relationship. This is over. That's the thing. It's like you t- you tell somebody about an affair or anything like that, not only because it's fair to them, but also in, in the hopes that you can heal or or somehow cure the relationship or cure the fault in some way. There's no fault to cure. Mm-hmm. There's no relationship to save at that point because there's no conversation to be had between the grandmother and the deceased husband yeah. who's been having the affair. I mean, if anything, right. it might just be like, "Hey, you might want to get tested." There's yeah. another partner in the mix that you were not aware about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, I I agree that it, it was definitely wasn't the right time to tell them. I mm-hmm. don't think they had the right to delete the photos and everything, but. Like, to prevent them from finding out and whatever, sure, get them off the phone, put them aside, and sometime down the line maybe say, hey, I learned something about Pop-Pop. If you ever want to find out what it was, here's this folder. 
it's on you when you, but don't do it right away. Don't do it during that. Fuck no, Rich. But it's no. I it is absolutely not. I'm sorry. It is no. It is not completely wrong. You label it like work stuff or something. No, no. It's just it is. There is absolutely no reason they that any partner, deceased, living, whatever really needs to see that like is especially for a fucking deceased partner i would all you need to know if if anything is they cheated on you and it's like okay that sucks you could go on with that do i need to see the fucking titty pics or dick pics or anything like that fucking no i mean but it's it is like i don't because i mean you were asked to go get pictures for the slideshow you weren't asked to go through everything else you were just asked to get pictures off the phone it is not your right to delete these pictures off this phone but to save somebody from seeing them, I completely understand removing the pictures from the phone. Mm. Put them aside. And if this is ever something that they want proof, if it's ever something that they... If it's ever something that they start to think about or key into, I, this is what I found. And that's it. Like, it, it, like I don't... I don't... I, I 100% agree they should not tell them at the time of the funeral and all of that. And I should not be on me to bring this up to you but if they ever come to me and question me about this <clears throat> that's when you want that and that's yeah. what i'm talking about I, I'm, more, I'm more amicable to that solution i'm not amicable to the idea of saying there's a folder if you want to know something about <laughs> but <laughs> I, i'm also Here's not saying folder. but like because then, then it, the egg, I, it could range from like he had a couple of dollars in like an offshore bank account too. He killed a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, but, but, yeah. But I, I also, I, I feel like you guys are thinking I'm putting this to the extreme of saying it to them the day after the funeral, like, "Hey, here's this photo that I found out about Pop Pop." I, I, I still, I still wouldn't do it it's, six months down the line. It's, it's, <laughs> Not it in is, that way. but it's, it's still an idea of like, <laughs> I have this. If they ever come to me questioning this information, it's if you ever want to know, here's this folder. If you don't want to know and if you just want to ignore mm-hmm. it, then delete the folder and that's on you. Yeah, that but means a lie of omission, which is yeah, so which is yeah. if anything worse. Yeah, I, I think about how pissed you'd be if you like decide if that woman decided she was like, oh, I think my husband might have been cheating on me. And you're like, well, maybe I have evidence that that's true. Like, Why do you fucking that, tell me? That's just well, fucking. If you're gonna do room. that, you tell them like right away. Like, yeah. no, I, I, that's I'm, that's just shitty. Or I'm, they come to you and it's be like, no, I happen to have this. And be like, why didn't you tell me? Now they fucking hate you because yeah. you've been hiding this from them. But you've already been hiding it. You would have been hiding it from them whether they come to you or Without not. Without fucking evidence, I don't have a treasure trove of, here's all the shit I hid from you. Like, that's a little different. I mean, you can but it's, argue no, it, I hid it. It's, yeah, it is. You, I, it I absolutely don't, is. You can argue if they come to you. If they come to you and you had already deleted everything. I think my husband was cheating on me. Like, I'm sorry to tell you, I deleted all the information that I found out. They're now, you're going to have lied to them already. Like, they're going to find out that you knew, and they're still going to be mad at you. Or you tell them after a certain period of time. You either decide you're going to carry that burden, or you you decide, hey, in three months, hey, grandma, I got to sit you down. There's something I found when I was there. You pick one or the other. I don't think it's a, like, conditional, like, grandma comes to you and says... Hey, I've always suspected this kind of thing. Did you see anything? And you go, actually, yes. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I think it, you, you pick one track or the other, and yeah. you stick. I think you have you have to initiate. You can't have them come to you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. This is a good one. Any other thoughts? No. No. I no. do think I think it's ki- it's kind not to tell. I think that's. I mean, I I think, and that's, and then you have to decide from there. Mm-hmm. The moral of the story is: don't cheat on your partner. Do not. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the ultimately, yeah, this, this that's the thing is that like, yes, you have a moral obligation. You might have some moral ties to this one way or the other if you're the one who discovers it. But this is what I always come down to when like I see stuff like, um, oh god, what was it? Uh, it, it, it we, we were talking about the World Cup earlier, and it's like, uh, you know. Qatar has all these human rights violations and Fox Sports is complicit because they did not report it during the broadcast and they're not discussing it. I'm like, you know who's really complicit in this? Qatar, who, who actually committed all the human rights violations. Like, yeah, not to blow up uh, grandma, grandpa having an affair to a global scale, but like, you know who's really complicit in this whole problem is grandpa, who committed, who committed the actual act of adultery. Um, who's next? I've got a dumb one. Sure. Do it. Descend off of uh, 
Sean, Sean's moral quandary, which I, I greatly enjoyed, uh, to something a little stupider. <laughs> um, so I've got a jigsaw for you guys. Two options for the rest of your life. Two terrible options. You got to pick which one you're going to go with. The rest flip of your flops. Life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, flip flops. So yeah, for the rest of your life, flip flops at all times, just everywhere, no matter where you. It's, it's that movie, everywhere thing, everywhere, all at once, except it's just flip flops. <laughs> Hot dog fingers. Jigsaw. Okay. <clears throat> First option. For the rest of your life, five times per day, you unleash a disruptively loud fart. You have no inclination as to when it will happen in a given day. The smell will be comparable to a normal fart, but the sound is oppressive and obviously traceable to you. This is in addition to any normal gas you have in a given day. It's option one. Option two. For the rest of your life, once per day, you will get uncontrollably itchy for five minutes. You have no inclination as to when it will happen or where on your body the itch is. There's no actual medical condition you suffer in conjunction with the itch, but the itch is always so severe you are compelled to scratch it for the duration of the five minutes. This is in addition to any normal itches that you have. Which one are you going with? The itch. That one. The itch. The itch. 100%. Yeah, because you can hide that. You're all right with it. Hide that easier? It depends yeah. on where the itch is. Like at some point, it's just it like you're you don't scratching know where the your itch balls. Is gonna be. Yeah, okay. man. Okay, just go to the bathroom. I in the middle of a presentation at work. Sorry, IBS. I gotta go. I no, man. In the no, dude. <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> no, that is absolutely the, not how that works. But here's the thing: it's the farts because <laughs> because that is the easy explanation you go in on the first day you go in on your first day of work and you say hey i have this medical mm-hmm. condition i i have mm-hmm. no control over it i'm mm-hmm. just you're gonna hear me fart sometimes because you don't know because mm-hmm. it, it might not happen at work it's not gonna happen five times at work you're just like just listen mm-hmm. it's a medical condition and that ends it like it's i mean it's, it's embarrassing as fuck i was gonna but, say it does yeah. not end it but working it, but, with someone who has that problem but, and is just constantly bullshit i have to deal with yeah right but also but I, i'm 100 on drawer sean in this sense if you are the guy who if, if you if you go with option one and it happens a couple times at work then you're the guy that farts really loud at work <laughs> if it happens at work and it happens at the wrong time in the wrong location you're fired yeah then, You're fired for indecent I, <laughs> touching or indecent. I have. Or I have a response you are on to that. the streets. I have a response to that. Okay. Don't itch. No, no the you, you are, question was: You are compelled to itch. That was a key okay. component of You're the question. Compelled, yes. compelled doesn't mean you have to. You are compelled <sighs> to itch. It isn't. Rich, if, I'm going to invite you to look up compelled. <laughs> compelled <laughs> means you are v- drawn and pulled to itch. It does not mean you have to. You can fight it. You can fight it. You are compelled to scratch it for the duration of the five minutes. So you're just going to be good at itching. I'm gonna do Always my best so to fight. That you're compelled to like, itch for like, five minutes. Yeah, you're compelled to itch for five minutes. If hmm. I'll, I'll take the chances of the likelihood of me being in a business meeting and having to scratch my nuts, okay? But it's anywhere on your body at any time throughout the day. How many parts of your body do you have? The likelihood of you being in a meeting and your balls oh, being scratched. Oh, it's also not just again. It's not just a meeting. It could be. <laughs> at but, the, it could be at a funeral. It could be when you're. Yeah, if you're a teacher, you're teaching a class. If you're. If you're with your. If you're with other children, like it's not or, just a meeting. It's bad to be uncontrollably scratching in other situations as well. Or you could be alone most of the time. Yeah. Okay. Or and five <laughs> five times right. throughout the day it you're just happen. farting it's in front of everyone. It, Rich, it I'm on the I'm on the same choice as you, but I'm not gonna die on the same hill you are. I fully <laughs> admit the risk that this is putting me at, and that's fine. <laughs> I, roulette, your definition also, of compel, you are splitting the worst of hairs. <laughs> yeah, I think compel is to force someone to do something. The, the you were taking it as an urge, and it's just like Yes, but not. That's not really the strength the, of that we're, word. We're talking, but we're this, the spirit of the question is: you're going to itch yourself. You can you can fight it and be a, be super weird about it on top of maybe itching yourself inappropriately, yeah. but like it's going to happen. That's the other thing is like imagine the faces you're going to make when you are <laughs> you're compelled to itch like an uncontrollable itch for five minutes. And you're just going. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, then you're the psycho at work. <laughs> yeah. I've I've lived my life stopping myself from having to itch my back so many times. It's that like I I my back gets itchy a lot, and I'm the only one that'll scratch my back. Rich is the guy who watches the dude slice a field goal in football. I was like, it's just a kick. I could kick that ball. <laughs> like, look, it's just a kick. <laughs> no, I like like I understand the 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 idea of the question, but I don't think an itch is as bad as five farts a day. <laughs> <laughs> but they could happen at night. They like could. Three, all five could. All five wait, of wait. them could happen at night. Matt, can you reread one? Because I honestly wasn't actually listening. Sure, Tim, and I appreciate you uh, asking me to reread. Now this that he's, it's just five farts over the course of a day, an entire day, twenty-four hours for the rest of your life. Five times per day, you unleash a disruptively loud fart. You have no inclination as to when it will happen in a given day. The smell will be comparable to a normal fart, but the sound is oppressive and obviously traceable to you. This is in addition to any normal gas you have once a day uh, in, in a given day. I'm switching my answer. <laughs> Primarily because, okay. all right, you, you, you have five. The mm-hmm. odds are that uh, two-thirds of them are going to be while you're not at work. Mm-hmm. Maybe not every day, but also, mm-hmm. it depending on your environment, the same argument you guys had, I can get over being farty, and it's just going to be someone else's problem, not mine. Uh-huh. That's true. So I'm it could be, I as was, a matter of fact, if you're uh, if you're uh, uh, in the in ex- a participant in the bachelor lifestyle, it could happen at two a.m. <laughs> at a very inopportune time for you. <laughs> Uh, if you are enjoying a night with a with a, with a person that you you fancy in a particular way, I mean, it, it, look, there's there's all sorts of times when this could happen to you, and that's the point. It's random. It's which one are you willing to take the gamble on? And for me, I am willing to take the gamble on the farts. <laughs> and also itching myself for five minutes, like that's a lot of time. Whereas the fart is just like bam. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I was gonna say like time wise, you're wasting a lot less time with me. So I I will change my answer now that I've heard the whole question. You've got (laughs) you've got fourteen hundred and forty minutes in a day. You got to scratch for five of them, and you don't know when that's going to happen. I'll take the odds, but maybe 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 it happened mostly most of the time happening maybe at night. Like if you split your hours, your day into eight hours a day. Yeah, then you wake up. Wake All up right, you gotta itch, and then you you got that, you that gotta part, wake up five times rich, a day to fart. Rich, rich, <laughs> rich. You, you, if we, huh? if we're going down the odds number, and we're talking about how many minutes are on a day, all five farts are less than a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's so fine. the odds are still good. Like it is still probable that all five of those will happen not in front of anyone. But if they do happen in front of anybody, it's a quick thing. Whereas if you're just like. Going to town on your junk for five minutes. It's like, uh, but it's the fuck again, it's anywhere glad, on your way, body. Why do we focus on the junk? <laughs> it's anywhere on your body. That's ac- that's actually the best point Rich has made is that we've been focusing in on the idea like, that you should be scratching your balls when it could be, it could be your knee. Like, yeah, you don't look any less of like a, a you know, digging for gold. My brain itches. Yeah, it's true. Like, I could just be scratching my head for five minutes. Like, I said that earlier. Like, I already said, like, there's so many parts of your body, and y'all focus on the nuts. Yeah, that's the argument I would have gone with and and stuck with if I were you, not be like, (laughs) I'm just mentally tougher than the question is. (laughs) That is a better argument. Because I am Batman. Um, I'm Batman. (laughs) But but I'm Batman. You can't compel me to shit. So the three of us are going with option one, the uh, the five farts a day. Rich is I also Russian roulette. With the I end. also think if you were itching somewhere for five minutes, it would you would cut yourself. It would start to hurt. Yeah, you'd start yeah, to well, bleed. You'd tear off some skin. Yeah, you that would. Seems I, aw- that seems awful. I, you, even if you're compelling yourself, I, it just seems like a torture as opposed to just farting. You you would after a while you would get methods of being able to scratch without your whole body scratching. would just be calloused. This is why I love this show. This this is as much vigor as we gave the like. Should we tell Grandma about the affair question? Uh, Farts or scratches? uh, Yeah, farts or scratches, baby. Uh, Any other thoughts? Uh, Uh, Who asked the question? I implore you, please no. (laughs) No more thoughts. Uh, All right. So, Rich and Tim, who's got one? Trying to figure out which one to do. 
I'm not sure which one I want to do because I have so many questions. Um, you know, I'll do I'll do this one. I'll keep it silly and fun. Uh, can you think of any silly or funny or random stories throughout your life that you have not told on this show that you want to tell? And I'll tell this one. Have I ever told you guys a story about how I miss a train? Um, no. So me no. and my buddy, we were in Philly having a night out drinking. And we had to catch the speed line back home. And uh, we head on over to the speed line station, sit down, and are chatting. And the train comes. And the train leaves. And we have to wait for another half hour because we fucking miss the train. Good job. We just sat there (laughs) in the speed line station. Then the train came to pick us up and left. Good job. Proud of you. Proud of you. Thanks. Thanks. It was, it, was, it was a proud moment of my life. I thought about it like earlier this. I thought about it yesterday, and I was telling a friend, "I'm like, I kind of want to." I think it's a stupid, funny story. Let's talk about <laughs> yeah. it on Brose, or let's stupid talk funny about stories. Yeah. I got one for you. So, uh, this is my junior year of uh, college, Duquesne University of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. out in Pittsburgh, and uh, and so my my girlfriend at the time uh, had her her. I forget if it was just friends or a professional sorority or something like that, or a professional fraternity. Either way, there there's some more get together that I was going to meet her at in the South Side, and it was supposed to be like a as fancy a type of event as you can get in college. Not actually fancy, but like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we showed up and had normal like jungle juice, you know, level drinks, but we all dressed up. And uh, and so I, being the savvy uh, gentleman that I am, dressed up in like a black dress shirt, black pinstripe suit, red tie, and a fedora. <laughs> and uh and i started and i didn't have, i did not have a car at this point in college so i just started walking south side in full suit dress shoes you know tie the whole getup mm. and uh i had two buddies who lived in the south side uh who drove and just randomly found me right you know just were driving around they were doing their own thing and they saw all oh, the casnels over there and uh it was my buddy steve my buddy rizzo and uh <laughs> and steve and rizzo uh the young Reese. Uh, pulled up next to me as I was walking down south side. Like, yo, Kaz, what's up? I'm like, yo, guys, what's going on, man? Uh, they're like, oh, you. <laughs> and they responded with, uh, you got plans tonight? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man, I've got plans. As if I was just walking around the south side in a suit, fedora, and a tie. As you do. Looking for, <laughs> looking for a good time. <laughs> like, do you have plans? I was like, yes. As a matter of fact, I am going somewhere <laughs> with the suit and the tie. And they're like, oh. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to a party with my, my girlfriend, some of her friends. And she, they're like, oh yeah, I guess that's why you're dressed. Anyway, we'll see you later. <laughs> Matt, Matt, you can't you can't tell me that's a weird question for them to ask you because I've been to your house and like you're ready to go and you're dressed mm-hmm. exactly like that and you're like, yeah, let me get out of my pajamas first, dude. I'm like, dressed now. I, you can tell me that if this is a video podcast. You'd see me in like sunglasses, dressed like a member of the Mighty Mighty Boston. <laughs> yeah. uh, as of this second, specifically the dancing one. It's specific, specific, only the dancing one. The best member of the band. <laughs> God, so it's it's, it's funny that you mentioned the the fedora and the pinstripes and everything because I had like I I I had an idea of a story and I was like ah it's not that funny but uh, I was wearing a pinstripe fedora while it happened so now it's the story I'm using. Um, <laughs> there you go. So December eighth, two thousand twelve, uh, Holy uh, Martha's Church, Holy Ghost in uh, uh, in Philadelphia. They they do a Saint Nick's celebration, which is a uh, Roman Catholics don't really even know it is its own separate thing from Christmas. But in the Byzantine Catholic Church, it is a nice a nice little celebration. Um, for her church, it's like oh the kids watch a play. There's a dinner, but also the primary focus for several people is just the bar is open and we drink. So Martha's like, hey, do you want to come to this thing? I was like, eh, I don't really know. And she's like well, we need help. Like, like you could just hang out and you could work in the bar with me and like we get tips and we get free drinks. I was like, done. I'm in. Uh, so we're bartending and I, I wanted to look nice. 
So I got like a real fitted black shirt, uh, black dress shirt with a white tie, black dress pants, and a pinstripe fedora. <laughs> um, and I made friends with this guy who I'd never seen come to church ever. Uh, really funny. Name's Jack. Goofy looking fucking glasses. And then he's and then Martha comes over and he's like, "Oh no, are you two together." <laughs> and Jack is like maybe late 40s, early 50s at this point. Older guy. She's like, "Yeah, this is my boyfriend." And she introduces me to him, tells me who he's related to that I actually know, and I was just like, "Oh, nice to finally meet you." Blah 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 blah. I understand why you're never here. He's like, yeah, you won't be here next year. I'll put twenty bucks on it. <laughs> wow! It's just like holy shit, Jack. Oh, no. <laughs> <Dude>. Brutal. <laughs> I don't think I ever actually got my twenty dollars, but he constantly is just like, "Yeah, I totally lost that bet every time we see him." <laughs> um, You're the, the only loser of that bet is you because you got burned and don't have twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but my wife is great, That's so true. I think I win. She's a peach. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's <laughs> wow. That is a uh, bold. Bold is the word I would use. Uh, J- Jack is an interesting character. I'll, I'll just go with that. And uh, Mike Danovich, because I guarantee you're going to listen to this, he can back it up if you ever talk to him. <laughs> Sean O'Brien, you got any fun stories you haven't shared on the show before? Uh, I don't have. I don't have a story so much as like. Have I ever to- told you guys about Ultimate Ultimate Frisbee? I don't okay, think so. <laughs> no, but I'm intrigued. Okay, so when I was in college, what we would do is on the commons in the middle of, I think it was, what were the apartments? Uh, Brodier. Brodier and like the if Brodier and then the Union on one side and then that other building. Um, yep. <laughs> we would get we'd be on that common commons and one person would be the frisbee thrower and then it was all it was more like jackpot did you ever play that game you like throw the yeah ball up real oh, high yeah it was more like that yeah, than five, ultimate 500. frisbee yeah 500 but so you would we so one person would be the thrower everyone else would put on hoodies backwards <laughs> put her put their hoods up t- and tie them <laughs> and then the person would throw the frisbee and everyone would just fight to get it. So we would just beat the shit out of each other. With a hoodie. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of game. Where the oh fuck was I? You can't, you can't see. You're just swinging your fucking arms and legs. You're just catching people. Try to catch her at the front of a hoodie. My God, it was so funny. No, you had, no, That's we were you were trying to get it with your hands, but we were we put the hood over our faces so we couldn't see. Oh, I thought you were using the hood as a basket. <laughs> no, yeah. oh, no, so Matt just totally me. misunderstood. Yeah, no, no, we, no, no, no I, miss, I, I thought you were trying to like catch it like like a, like a fishing net. No, 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 no we no, were so fully blindfolded ourselves. Fully blind. Oh, this is even stupider than I thought it was. <laughs> And then if you oh, got the frisbee, you had the you had the uh, the privilege to throw it. <laughs> oh did no! You throw it uh, with the hood over your face as well. No, no. You. Okay. There were other people. We had to be considerate because there were other people around. Yeah, Plus, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to inconvenience them. I would just not a... throw it and be like, "Get it, guys." <laughs> Yeah. Was there a winner to this game? Is there a point system? <laughs> All like how many dirt. people you knocked out is like your points or No, nah, I think we just we just played till we didn't want to anymore. The winners the whoever had the most fun. Yeah. Most fun wins. God. Absolutely. Oh boy. Good lord. Yeah. That's wild. <sighs> Those are the days, man. Any other fun stories? None that I can think of at the moment. No. Shall we turn it over to Tim Hansen for our last question? That's a bold choice. <laughs> it's the only choice. I could just end the show. <laughs> I could. And we're going to end it by turning it over to you <laughs> for the last question. Let's see. All right, did I ask all these questions from the last time we did this? Yes. Um, oh, at the beginning of the show. Again, just for fun. 
at the beginning of this show, Rich was talking about, uh, I think it was Rich, had said something along the lines of, yeah, we, we finally get the opportunity to ask, ask those questions we just never got around to. So I'm going to bring up a question that I had sent in on March 25th, 2019. Uh, Jesus Christ. It's like 400 years ago. Which never got asked because I sent it in. Uh, so if a tree falls in the woods, did Trump collude with the Russians? Uh, probably. Yeah. Absolutely. He probably did. Yeah, he I don't... probably collude with the Russians. Yeah. If, honestly, I would be more shocked to find definitive evidence that he did it. Why do you, Why do you think he was trying to burn the woods down so a tree didn't fall? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bolsonaro was burning down the Amazon. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, he's, he's, he's trying to help out his buddy. Like, yo, get rid of all the trees. And nobody <laughs> will know that me and Vlad are boys. Jeez. Nah, he thought he could make Urukai. It just didn't work. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he probably colluded with the Russians. It's, mm. it's, it, seems, it seems like the most plausible scenario. Why do you think he thought the 2020 election was so fake? Because the 2016 election was fake. Mm. They're all fake. Yeah. It's the easiest thing to think. It's, just, it's all fake. And that's why it, it, every election is rigged, which is why you need to go out and vote. <laughs> for Herschel Walker. <laughs> oh God! Texas resident. Election. Yeah. Texas resident. Georgia running Senate seat. Herschel Walker. Dallas Cowboys legend Herschel Walker. <laughs> Woo! Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I mean, he probably did. did anyone have any uh, conflicting or contrary <laughs> thoughts on? Uh, <laughs> I don't think. No, I... A tree fell in the woods, and or if. Donald Trump colluded with the Russians during the presidential campaign. I think, I think, I think Donald Trump told the truth the entire time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I feel like that's one of those questions that's like now down the line. It's like I think we, you know, where we stand on stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I was trying to be yeah. funny three years ago. <laughs> three years later. Uh, there's, uh, there's, there's this thread I follow on Twitter from this guy, uh, Jeb Lund, who, who writes some political stuff, is at Umbutu. And uh, every three months, we just post something like, I don't know, some of this Trump guy doesn't seem like he's not on the up and up. <laughs> like every three or four months, like something like, something's not passing the smell test with Donald Trump. It's just like, in, within the same thread, like you could go back and see all the times that he said it. Uh yeah, it's, it's basically what it feels like. Eh, something's not on the open up. <laughs> yeah, very general like that. <laughs> All right, you guys want to call it a show? Uh yeah, I think that's a show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, in that case, let me tell you where you can find us on Twitter if you want to see any more of our chicanery, uh, malfeasance, skullduggery. uh, all that good stuff on Twitter. We're at Brose underscore podcast on Twitter. We're at Brose podcast on Facebook. We're at Brose underscore podcast on Instagram. And you can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. Every major podcasting platform, uh, the Brose podcast can be found on. If you have a question that you want us to answer on the air, the way that we answer these four questions this episode, uh, we take listener questions all the time at brosequestions at gmail.com. So email them to brosequestions at gmail.com to get your question answered on the air. Huge thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien, who compiles our listener questions, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com. Thanks, as always, to Tess Riley for editing our show, and to Steven Seabird, who provided us the theme song for our show, which is When. Uh, W-H-E-N. When. You can find Steven's work at the Free Music Archive if you want to hear any more of his music. It's time for some plugs, everybody. Rich, where can people find you on Twitter and what's going on with all the stuff that you uh, do? You can find me on Twitter at B underscore Walnuts. And you can find me on twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts for game streaming uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Right now, it's primarily mostly Pokemon and uh, Monster Hunter. Uh, you can also find me on PodQuest, the weekly nerdy talk show, as well as the upcoming potential second season of bonus action, a tabletop podcast for me, Sean and friends play D and D. 
Sean, where can people find you on Twitter, and where can people find you throwing Frisbees? I'm on Twitter at hey, it's SOB, and on Frisbees at OBDiscolf. Tim, where can people find you on Twitter? You can find me at Tim R. Hansen. And I'm on Twitter. And do you have anything to plug, Tim, by the way? No, I got nothing. <laughs> nothing. Greg and Gene okay, don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, but on, you can guys. find Anchor Persons on all your podcatchers of your choice. And if you yeah. enjoy our Murthy takes, then you're going to enjoy this stroll down the nightmare that is news that you didn't know you need to know. <laughs> yeah, for like, you know, from like January of 2022. J- Greg and Gene, come back to us, man. Come on. We miss you. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. It's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. My plug for this episode is uh, The Hold Steady, who I'm going to see tomorrow night. Nice. First concert. Nice. First concert since, uh, since like July 2019, whenever it was that me and uh, Rich and Sean went to see Cody and Cambria and Mastodon. That was my last concert. Oh, nice. The last one since a uh, little tiny itty bitty uh, pandemic hit. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is my first concert I'm going to. So I'm going to Brooklyn tomorrow with a friend of the show, Alex Casnell, and uh, my uncle and my cousin. We're going to go watch uh, Craig Finn go up there and sing about drug deals going wrong in Minneapolis. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> nice. Very excited. Uh, Brooklyn Bowl. By the way, there's a Brooklyn Bowl in Philly now, which is kind of weird. Oh, mm. it's a Brooklyn Bowl. It's a bowling alley in a in a music venue. It's Brooklyn Bowl in Philadelphia. I feel like they it's could right have come up with a better name. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's right by the Fillmore. That, that I was going to say the Kensington Bowl, but that's probably a different kind of place. That's you a different don't bowl. want any that's part of that. <laughs> No, sir. That's a no, sir, no, ma'am from me. Uh, Anyway, say goodbye to the gentle listeners, everyone. (laughs) Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire action moves to you. My name is Matt Kessler, reminding you all that she said always remember never to trust me. Yeah, she said that the first night that she met me. She said there's gonna come a time when I'm gonna have to go with whoever's gonna get me the highest. And be smart about being stupid. No. It's a, it's a whole city. <laughs> it's a whole city. It's a whole city. Nice.